Welcome to the Baseball Happenings Podcast. On this episode, we present an interview from 2017 with the recently deceased Ted Lepsio, a Boston Red Sox infielder from the 1950s, where we discuss his time playing in Boston, as well as one of his very special teammates, Jimmy Pearsall. Before we get into the episode, we'd love it if you would click the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to, or follow us on social media. We're at Examine Baseball on most platforms, and you can find us on the web, baseballhappenings.net. I'm doing a piece on Jimmy Pearsall, who... You would, yeah. What's that? I figured you would. <laughs> and, uh, you know, J- Jimmy just passed yesterday, and, you know, I'm looking to talk to some of his former teammates, and... You know, I'd, I'd read a lot about Jimmy's just excellent defense. I did was not old enough to watch him play, but uh, I have a great book here that details, like, some excellent outfield catches that were made throughout the years. And Jimmy had, like, a banner year in 1953 for some of these catches. And I was wondering defensively, like, you know, what stands out about Jimmy, too? And do you remember any of those? I, I think he, he, he was, uh, at, at that time, a little uh, underrated. I think he was one of the best outfielders playing. Sure. And truly. I mean, in all due respect, he should get that kind of credit. You know, you know, we just followed those games and those players in Boston, like DiMaggio, and I happened to follow Doherty. Is very shadow. All that shadow was over us. You know, but he was very good. He was very good. And you know, some of the stuff I don't do remember any. I mean, he liked Rob Mantle and Joe Collins against the Yankees and. Uh, Mickey Vernon in Washington. I don't know if any of these stand out to you, or I know I asked you to go back sixty something years, but uh, you mean, uh, on the plays he made. Yeah, do you remember any? I mean, there was one where he took a home oh. run away from Vernon and uh, Rob Mantle a few times, and Collins. Exactly. Well, you you know better than I. <laughs> You're trying to recollect that, but you know we we took it for granted because he was that good. Let me tell you, you know, he was very good. Uh, did you ever feel when you were playing second base that Jimmy was playing right behind you when he was starting out in right field? Well, I tell you what, he did play a shallow center field. He, at, uh, we're going back 60 years, yeah. and not many guys played as shallow as he did. And you, you learn this after a few years that he was one of the guys that played, like you say, almost behind second base. No. Yeah, you know, I spoke to Ike DeLock a little while ago, and he said, you know, Jimmy always wished he could just catch one running in from second and then just keep running and double the guy off himself. <laughs> How is Ike, by the way? He's, he's well. He's in Naples. I mean, I just spoke to him about 10 minutes ago. And, uh, Figured you did. Yeah. Figured. <laughs> well, that's great. But, uh, Jimmy, I, I, I really think uh, with all the accolades he may have had, but I think he was underrated as, a, as an outfielder. And and now when you first two came up, uh, Bujo tried to move him over to uh, to shortstop. Shortstop, the shortstop. That was the night uh, he was supposed to help me out. Imagine that center field is going to help me out. You know. Right. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> he 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 didn't he told, he told me personally he didn't want to uh, do it. But you know what, what are you going to do when you're a young kid and the guy said you're going to play uh, a position? You know. But uh, he knew he knew he was not in the right position. Right, and I, I mean, you know, it's been well documented the struggles that that Jimmy had, and you know, you were his, you know, roommate at the time, and you know, you've been yeah. on record quite a bit about saying, you know, the experiences that you had with him, you know, I, you know, during that time, you know, before and then after, you know, he uh, he came back, and uh, you know, yep. just what was his recovery like, I guess, at that time. You know, that, those funny questions I had to ask the answer that a million times. Yeah. You know, he, as you know, uh, he didn't go in there for uh, for a joke. You know, you know, he was wound tight, and he finally had to have some help. You know, mm-hmm. at, at the time he went in. 
So he, uh, he stayed there, and then he came out. First thing, the first thing the, the reporters kept to me is, well, how, how do you find him? And when he said, I said, how the hell do I know? He's the same Jimmy. To me, he was a little obnoxious and, you know, and outspoken and all that stuff. It was kind of meant as a joke, but he, he improved. And obviously we roomed together for over two years till we had enough of each other. You know <laughs> right. He, he was too tough. After a while, you know. Yeah. But he, <clears throat> he's very good. You know, and and you know, have you had con? Did you have contact with them in the last few years? Uh, I did happen to. Uh, I talked to him. Uh, I'd say a year ago because some one fan, a very good fan here in Boston, wanted an autograph photo of him. So I called him direct, and he was grumpy as a bastard, like anything else, you know. But he <laughs> sent it. He sent it anyway, and we just chatted a little bit. He sounded a little feeble then, too. You know, about a year ago. Right. You know? So, but uh, other than that. You know, he, he made a lot of news. Like we all kept track of him with his, uh, what should I say, his uh, career over the radio, you know, mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yes. <laughs> made some nasty comments there. Cost him his job. You know that. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and, you know, he was, even when we spoke, I spoke to him maybe about 10 years ago and. Uh, you know, I'm in New York here, and when I asked him about the Mets, you know, he just he didn't hold back. You know, he didn't he didn't have a good experience there, and you know, he was. No. I, I got a little like, and it wasn't directed at me. He just was very direct about how he felt, and <laughs> you yeah. know, you know, didn't didn't hold back. But you know, we talked about those days playing at Louisville, and and you know, coming through the American Association, and you know, okay. getting to where you guys got. Are you are you a New Yorker? Yes. Uh, where where'd you go to school? Uh, for college? Yeah. Yeah, I went to Queens College and then Temple University. Yeah. Oh, you did. You? I'm a Seton Hall guy. You oh. know that. You know. Yes. Yeah. So you know you 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 know your lineage predates guys like Mo Vaughn and Craig Biggio and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. You know. But Jimmy, uh, what's you know? I I don't know what the hell more to say. He's a teammate. He's, he's terrific. You know, I roomed with him two and a half years, no problems. Except we got two. Uh, he he got a, everybody's nerves. As you can probably project his personality. Now, yeah. did you play? Did you talk to him much? I, I I spoke to him like I said about uh, 2008, 2009. We talked for about 20, 25 minutes on the phone. I was doing actually some research on the American Association at that time, and you know the conversation drifted a little bit. We started talking about different ball players and being in New York. I asked him about being with the Mets, and um, yeah. he was forthcoming and he was nice, and and you know I made a call on a good day, and uh, um, you know he was candid and. You know, he even, you know, said, even tell me about how he played defense. And, you know, he said, he, he said, I just cut the distance in half. He said, most of the stuff would drop in front of you. So he's like, I'd rather play short than play yeah, deep. He did. Yeah. You know, and, and let all those, you know, hits go. But, uh, you did know. you I, ever ask him about his experiences running backwards to first base? Well, I mean, like a little bit about that, you know, with the. With, now, did he do that when it was with Boston as well, or just that when he did that time with the Mets when he hit his home run? Uh, Boston. Oh. He did that it first with Boston. I, in fact, I think it's the game we both played against Satchel Page. You know that? And uh, I, I didn't realize I didn't realize that happened. I must have missed that. <laughs> but uh, that's one. You know, uh, I guess we dig. If we dig and talk long enough, we come up with some uh, different stuff. But I, I, I thought he was a great friend and a good teammate and. You know, in a, an underrated uh, outfielder. In sure. Opinion. You know, you mentioned Satch. I mean, that must have been an experience within itself. You know, your first year or two, and here he is on St. Louis, and exactly. You know, exactly. You, you coming in? Was he still throwing well at that time? 
He did well. He did quite well. I think he went five innings with us. I mean, he was, you know, we and at the time we're just out of school. I didn't know the magnitude of how good he was. You know, Satchel. You know all that stuff. Right. In the, in the, in the history he carries with him. So you know, it was really uh, until after it all happened, you realize you say, "Hey, I played against him," you know, and all that stuff. So sure, sure. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk. Uh, you know, th- this evening and. Sorry, you know, under these circumstances, but uh, you coming to Boston at all? Uh, you know, I wouldn't mind getting up there pretty soon. It's a you know, a few hours from here. <laughs> I know it, I know it. But I'm, I hope I lend a little something to you. You know.